0: CHAPTER 46 OF THE QUEEN'S NECKLACE BY ALEXANDRE DUMAS TRANSLATED BY HENRY L. WILLIAMS THIS LibriVox RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN Jeanne, THE PROTECTRESS Monsieur le Cardinal de Rohan received, two days after his visit to Monsieur Boehmer, the following note. His Eminence the Cardinal de Rohan knows doubtless where he will sup this evening. "'From the little countess,' said he, "'I will go.' among the footmen given to her by the cardinal jeanne had distinguished one black-haired and dark-eyed and as she thought active and intelligent she set this man to watch the cardinal and learned from him that he had been twice to monsieur Burmes. therefore she concluded the necklace was bought and yet he had not communicated it to her she frowned at the thought and wrote the note which we have seen Monsieur de Rohan sent before him a basket of toquet and other rarities, just as if he were going to sup with Guimard or Mademoiselle d'Angevy. Jean determined not to use any of it at supper. When they were alone, she said to him, Really, Monseigneur, one thing afflicts me. What, Countess? To see, not only that you no longer love me, but that you never have loved me oh countess how can you say so do not make excuses monseigneur it would be lost time oh countess do not be uneasy i am quite indifferent about it now whether i love you or not yes because i do not love you that is not flattering indeed "'We are not exchanging compliments, but facts. "'We have never loved each other.' "'Oh! "'As for myself, I cannot allow that. "'I have a great affection for you, Countess.' "'Come, monseigneur, "'let us esteem each other enough to speak the truth, "'and that is that there is between us "'a much stronger bond than love, "'that is, interest.' oh countess what a shame monseigneur if you are ashamed i am not well countess supposing ourselves interested how can we serve each other first monseigneur i wish to ask you a question why have you failed in confidence toward me i how so pray will you deny that after skilfully drawing from me the details which i confess i was not unwilling to give you concerning the desire of a certain great lady for a certain thing you have taken means to gratify that desire without telling me countess you are a real enigma a sphinx oh no enigma cardinal i speak of the queen "'and of the diamonds which you bought yesterday "'of Messieurs Bermer and Bossange?' "'Countess!' cried he, growing pale. "'Do not look so frightened,' continued she. "'Did you not conclude your bargain yesterday?' "'He did not speak, but looked uncomfortable and half angry. "'She took his hand. "'Pardon, Prince,' she said. "'But I wish to show you your mistake about me.' You believe me, foolish and spiteful. Oh, Countess, now I understand you perfectly. I expected to find you a pretty woman and a clever one, but you are better than this. Listen to me. You have, you say, been willing to become my friend without loving me. I repeat it, replied she then you had some object assuredly do you wish me to tell it to you no i understand it you wish to make my fortune that once done you are sure that my first care would be for yours am i right yes monseigneur but i have not pursued my plans with any repugnance the road has been a pleasant one You are an amiable woman, Countess, and it is a pleasure to discuss business with you. You have guessed rightly that I have a respectful attachment towards a certain person. I saw it at the opera ball, she said. I know well that this affection will never be returned. Oh, a queen is only a woman, and you are surely equal to Cardinal Mazarin." he was a very handsome man <laughs> said monsieur de rohan laughing and an excellent minister said Jean. countess it is superfluous trouble to talk to you you guess and know everything yes i do wish to become prime minister everything entitles me to it my birth my knowledge of business my standing with foreign courts and the affection which is felt for me by the french people there is but one obstacle said Jean. an antipathy yes of the queen's and the king always ends by liking what she likes and hating what she hates and she hates me be frank countess well monseigneur She does not love you. Then I am lost. Of what use is the necklace? You deceive yourself, Prince. It is bought. At least it will show the Queen that you love her. You know, Monseigneur, we have agreed to call things by their right names. Then you say you do not despair of seeing me one day Prime Minister? I am sure of it and what are your own ambitions i will tell you prince when you are in a position to satisfy them we will hope for that day now let us sup i am not hungry then let us talk i have nothing more to say then go how Is that what you call our alliance? Do you send me away? Yes, monseigneur. Well, countess, I will not deceive myself again about you. Before leaving, however, he turned and said, What must I do now, countess? Nothing. Wait for me to act. I will go to Versailles. When? To-morrow, and when shall I hear from you immediately? Then I abandon myself to your protection au revoir, countess End of chapter forty six recording by John Vanstan, Savannah, Georgia.